0: Up everybody. I told you. I told you. I would articulate not articulate. Carefully upload episodes. Not to a point to where I'm making an episode three or four times a week when it's not needed. Okay, I'm not CBS or Fox. I don't have a full production crew. I can crank out an episode every five days and Talk about the same subject and throwing a bunch of random words and a random BS in there. Just kind of straight to the point. On your Monday morning commute, you can listen to me. Sometimes it's going to be over an hour. I've had a couple episodes over an hour. Those were interview episodes or co-hosting episodes, but um, it just depends. There's a lot to unfold today, but I'll make it quick. I'll make it quick. But I said I want something big to happen or enough to talk about to make it 30 minutes or longer. Maybe even an hour. Maybe. Um, There's quite a bit to unpack here. There's some Major League Baseball news. There's a lot of stuff going on in free agency right now in the NFL. Um, The tampering period hasn't even started yet. The new league year hasn't even started yet, technically. But there's a lot to unpack here. Starting off with professional wrestling. I want to go over what happened on Monday Night Raw. We are in the midst of WrestleMania season, so I will talk about it more often. Kind of a bit more in the summer. After that, the talk kind of falls off, and then I'll just be pay-per-view talks. But every Monday, Tuesday, Friday, um, Monday Night Raw. I, you kind of want to know why it's looking good, because like you know, how I said it was like a bad Monday Night Football game for years, or for weeks there, or for months. I've been doing this for eight months now. I've been I kept saying Monday Night Raw was like a bad football game, a bad Monday Night Football game. And there's a couple things to take away from it that's, wow, that's exciting. And the rest is, I, why did I stay up and watch this? I could have been to bed an hour ago. I could have been asleep. I could have been spending time with my kids. I could have been doing homework. I could have been doing whatever, whatever you can think of. Um, I could have been staring at paint dry. I could have been watching paint dry is what I could have been doing. Um, but no, Monday Night Raw has been kind of popping off. I want to go over what happened on Monday Night Raw. And my main takeaways. And there's a tag team called RK Bro. Yes, that's RK Bro. So Randy Orton, uh, his full name Randall Keith Orton, um, wanted a finisher similar and had a T-shirt that was similar to the NWA called NWO with his initials called RKO. Well, years and years ago, years and years ago, just under twenty years ago, he had a finisher. Call it the RKO, it's kind of hard to explain, you have to see it, but you've seen the memes and the TikToks and all that. So, um, they won the Raw Tag Team titles back the second time for them. Um, Randy Orton had made had something pretty interesting. I don't know if this is a storyline thing or Randy Orton was just kind of feeling himself, but Randy Orton. Said on Raw, and I know this is all scripted. Okay, well you don't get Matt, get at me. He's been doing this for twenty plus years. He said it's one of the most fun he's had with his friend Matt Riddle. Now, obviously, again, this is all for show, but I feel like there's kind of a point to it. This is, if I had to look back on it, this is the most fun I've seen him have in a long time. He's not in a major title picture. He's not in a random storyline. He's not. He's just having fun, and it's and it's awesome to see. It's like see, it was like seeing t- Tom Brady. Uh, Randy Orton's not the Tom Brady of professional wrestling, but um, it was like seeing Tom Brady in his last year with Tampa, having fun on Twitter, having fun with his teammates. Um, that Super Bowl parade. As mad as I was, it was as mad as I was that it wasn't the Chiefs. It was still cool to see Tom Brady, and Mike Evans, and Gronk. And that's what it's like seeing Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. So there's a comparison for you there to the uh, real sports world. Um, that was a good match. So, I don't like talking about promos unless there's a rhyme or reason for it. However, Logan Paul was on WrestleMania 37. He had a little kind of run with Kevin Kevin Owens. Now he has a little run with The Miz. They're in Cleveland. They had a little segment with Jerry Lawler. Go watch it. Um, just kind of brings up to the point that the Paul brothers, it's so weird seeing how they started off on Vine, considering I was just at that age where I was really into Vine at the time. I was in high school or right out of high school, I was watching a lot of those. I still do watch a lot of TikToks and stuff, but I mean, I have a life. I'm not sitting around watching TikTok all day making TikToks. I do have a TikTok to help promote their show, but that's besides the point. I'm not doing so well on that. <laughs> I'm getting there, though. Um, it's really cool to see that Logan and Jake Paul, see where they're at today after seeing where they started. I remember seeing one where they were doing something with like a pancake in their kitchen, putting whipped cream on it, kind of doing a little vine dance whatever trend was going on at the time. I can't remember. I know the song, but I can't remember what it was. And it was like, oh, funny how these guys, one of them is showing up at WrestleMania and boxing, Florida Mayweather. The other one is six and zero in boxing now. So I think I find that pretty amusing. Um, anything with the Miz or Jerry Lawler's entertaining, as long as it's not overdone. Um, talking about some real athletes here, Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker facing off against Dolph Ziggler and Robert Rude. That's one to see. Speaking of Dolph Ziggler, he is now the NXT champion. So, explain to NXT. I did a while back. I did it uh, last week. I think Monday. And I've explained it a couple times. It's kind of the develop, developmental type show. Developmental leagues. Like, WWE is the NFL and MLB. But NXT is the CFL, USFL, or the minor leagues. Um, now, sometimes the minor leagues or the CFL and the USFL. Um, put on a better product than the NFL or the Major League Baseball. Let's NXT is minor leagues, just like the CFL, USFL. Anyways, um, Dolph Ziggler's been kind of bouncing back and forth between the majors and the minors. It's like seeing your favorite player have a walk-off home run one night, and then all of a sudden he's called down to A because his fundamentals aren't correct. Or they're just making safe, uh, space on the roster, I don't know. Um, usually it's the first one, being a Royals fan, that's usually how it is. Why was Edward Oliveira sent back down to AAA so many times? I don't know. I better not see him sent back down there unless it's due to an injury. I want to see Bobby Witt Jr. Okay, we're not getting into that. Um, anyways, Dolph Ziggler won the NXT Championship. That's huge. He's the first wrestler in WWE history to win a World Heavyweight Championship and an NXT Championship, and I mean the older World Heavyweight. The big gold belt, you'll see. It was the one Aaron Rodgers was wearing when he won the Super Bowl. That's another one to take away. Um, again, promos, if there's a rhyme or reason for it, edge. He addressed his attack on AJ Styles. Um, that was huge. Um, it kind of, he kind of said that the attack, um, when he attacked AJ Styles, he attacked help open his eyes and realize that he is in control of everything and has returned to the top of the mountain ending a very short promo promo segment, which it was um, Finn Balor, Finn Balor and Austin Theory, the United, the new United States champion, Finn Balor. That's always a good match. Um, Kevin Owens, though. Let's talk about him. Um, he's from Canada. So, you know, he's not, he's not, he wasn't born in America. He's from Canada. He has talked crap on the biggest state in the country. Well, it's 2nd. I don't know what's bigger, Texas or California. I don't know. Anyway, he's kind of had a little run where he's talking crap on Texas. And there was a rumor... A few weeks ago, I talked about it, when Cody Rhodes left AEW, but, but right before that, Stone Cold was rumored to come to WrestleMania. And all of a sudden, Cody Rhodes is released, and everybody's talking about Cody Rhodes. And I said, well, Cody Rhodes wanted to be a big star. He achieved that while he's at AEW, because right now he's bigger news than Stone Cold, um, even though he hasn't wrestled in 19 years. That's it's the only thing I hate about pro wrestling. Uh, well, there's a couple things I don't like about it. But anyways, Kevin Owens has been going on this tirade about Texas and how horrible it is. He was on WWE's TikTok and Instagram. It was a social media thing. And they were talking about, or Kevin Owens was talking about dissing all these guys from Texas. Um, And that opener with RK Bro, when they won the tag titles, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins were on a team. And then the other tag team they faced, can't remember their names, can't remember the tag team name. Shows how much I pick and choose and what I follow in pro wrestling. Kind of like how I am with soccer and basketball and hockey. Yeah. Alpha Academy is what the tag team name is. That's I don't even want to explain half these things to you guys because, like, what the heck is he watching? What the heck is he talking about? Anyways, Kevin Owens was uh, cutting a promo at the end of the night because didn't have a WrestleMania match, didn't have the tag titles, him and Seth Rollins lost. So he went on a tirade about how he's been distant Texas. He tried to call out JBL. He's like, no, you won't even show up because it's for his show, the KO show, telling JBL, well, the horns, the bullhorns on your limo would be more entertaining guests than you are, so no, not you. Um, said Booker T was a hypocrite, so he can't go on there. Shawn Michaels is a legend, and he doesn't want to kill a legend, so no. So he called out Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin gets on Twitter, responds. It's kind of a badass video, to be honest. He's driving on his uh, ATV, driving throughout the desert in Texas. The Broken Skull Ranch, probably. Saying how Kevin Owens has been calling him out and running his mouth about Texas. And now he's got one more ass kicking in him, so... Stone Cold, we have WrestleMania with Kevin Owens. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, sorry, this professional wrestling segment was a little long. Um, SmackDown's tonight. I'm not going to preview that. Anything with Pat McAfee and Roman Reigns tends to sell. I'll talk about that Monday or Tuesday, whenever I do another episode. Um, I'm going to uh, move on to Kansas State, and then I'm going to take a break. And then uh, Kansas State, some Major League Baseball news, take a break, and then NFL talk, and then I'm done for the weekend. So. Bruce Weber, I'm happy about this. Bruce Weber is stepping down. Um, He's resigned from his resigned from this position after ten seasons in Manhattan. Um, The season ended Wednesday night with a 73 to 67 loss to West Virginia in the Big 12 tournament. Um, Before I go on, I'm not talking about these conference basketball tournaments. I'm not talking about the SEC, Big 12, ACC, Big Ten, Mountain West, um, Northeastern, whatever. I'm not talking about that because these conference, these conference tournaments are for teams that are on the bubble or teams that just kind of want some bragging rights um, to kind of sneak their way into the tournament. The only thing that matters is the regular season and the NCAA tournament and the NCAA tournament itself. Not the conference tournaments. It's just a money grab. That's all it is. I'm not getting into it. I'm not talking about it. I don't want to talk about it. If there's a play I want to talk about, I will. Other than that, not talking about it. Who cares? Half the teams that win them maybe go in the NIT. And the teams that are going to the NCAA tournament and actually put forth an effort into these conference tournaments, you are an idiot. That's how I feel about that. Anyways, following the laws, Weber reflected on doing things the right way. I mean, I guess he did. He compared his school with others, including Big 12 rivals, Kansas and Oklahoma State. Um, they were implicated in the FBI's investigation into college basketball recruiting. Um, he said, we did it with our guys who's graduating. Um, he did make a comment. He's like, you know, I didn't cut my hair. I was waiting to see what happened with the FBI investigation on recruiting. Um, I think you need to worry about yourself, big guy. You've lost a step. Um, it's time for you to be done. You've had a pretty good career. I like what you did for us. You got us to the Elite Eight a couple times, or once. Um, I think the Sweet 16, we were competitive. I think we were the first team in this 20-plus-year run of KU of splitting the title with KU, or the second team, I believe. I think Texas was the first one. Um, But there's not much to say there. I'm excited to see where Kansas State goes. When there's some news on a head coach, I'll dwell on that, or I'll I'll work on that. I'll talk about that. I'll give my two cents on that. I'm not going to talk about Kansas State baseball right now because there's some other baseball to talk about. Major League Baseball. Eh, Lockout. Well, hang on. In case you haven't, in case you've been under a rock, I'm not CBS. I'm fo- I am a podcast that has 20 listeners an episode, if that. Not breaking any news, but I want to talk about it and give you guys my two cents. Uh, baseball's back. They agreed on a CBA. And there's some rules that, or pop, that popped up that I want to talk about. And I'm not talking about the CBA. A 12-team postseason post with the two top division winners earning first-round buys. I like that. More baseball, more money. I can't remember if that's just for this year or the year after. I should have looked into that. I apologize. Either way, that's perfect for baseball. Sorry, right, here we go. A 45-day window to impose rule changes, decided on by a new joint committee beginning in 2023. Um, that has nothing to do with the playoff. Sorry, I should have done my due diligence on this one. I'm so excited about baseball being back. All right, you can tell. Like I'm get, I'm giddy. The best part about doing things. My bad. Um, a universal designated hitter. Some old fans are like, you're ruining the game, you're ruining the game. No, I'm not. I'm not ruining the game. MLB's not ruining the game. Um, when it comes to sports, basketball, soccer, football, it's all about matchups. It's, foot, it's offense versus defense. It's quarterback versus the Mike linebacker. It's the head coach versus the head coach. This is a true hitter versus pitcher sport now with a des- designated hitter. By the way, the shift is banned as well. So that goes into play. This is true offense versus defense. I don't want to shift where five guys are out behind first base because um, the designated hitter hits to the right side of the field and okay, sometimes he hits a ball to the left or it's a home run, but if he hits to the left it's a single because he can't go anywhere. There's no excitement to it. you can already imagine what's gonna happen. Um, I don't know if they totally banned the shift. I haven't looked too much into that. The only type of shifting I like is if the um, outfielders have to go have to fall back a little bit or come up or vice versa. Or the infielders, like I said, fall back or move up a little bit. That's the only type. If they want to kind of move over from their designated spot just a little bit. Other than that, I want a true pitcher versus hitter battle. Okay? Just like football. Just like boxing. UFC. I want a true Barnau Imano. Yes. In football and baseball, it's not like boxing. But it's kind of... Yeah. Anyways. The season is set to kick off, or I say kick off. Um, there were two measures aimed, two measures aimed, at service time. It's a full year of service time awarded to players who finish within the top two in respective of rookie of the year voting, and draft picks awarded to teams that promote players on opening day who finish among the top vote gators for major awards. That's good for the players. Um, I think this is pretty. This is really good for baseball. I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm excited for the Royals. Um, I'll kind of look more into their su- uh, season as I get along. But I haven't been following anything baseball because I was so mad at this lockout. I was so mad at Rob Manfred and the owners. wasn't really mad at the players. I don't feel like I should have been mad at them. But this old school baseball talk has got to go. Universal DH, shift bands, I'm all for it. It's true offense versus defense. I'm excited for that. I'm going to take a quick break. And then we're going to talk about a lot of this NFL free agency stuff. And then I'll send you off for the weekend. Stay tuned. Thank you. Unpack here. they mainly two big moves. Two really big ones. And first off, the AFC West is like an Avengers Endgame type thing. All the portals. Everyone's coming to the AFC West. Everyone's coming out of the portals. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um I will talk about before I get to the AFC West. There is an article on the Athletic that's very interesting, talking about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has been traded to the Washington Commanders, almost said football team, to the Washington Commanders, to basically Washington's picking up his whole contract. Not as like sure what the detail, the uh, specific details of the trades were. Um, I know the decision was not about Jacksonville, I'm reading this off of The Athletic. It wasn't solely about the way the season ended either. Um, according to this, truth be told, some inside the Indianapolis Colts' West 56th Street facility were finished with the Carson Wentz experiment long before the team's late season collapse. According to several recent conversations with sources inside the organization, consecutive losses to Las Vegas and Jacksonville in Weeks 17 and 18, punctuated by poor play from the starting quarterback, a team a teammate 97% shot at the playoffs and led to Jim Ursay calling it an epic shortfall that stunned and shocked and appalled us all. Yeah, he recorded that in front of a jet, by the way. Shouldn't he just do all of his press conferences in front of a jet? I mean, I would. If I had a jet. Jim, where are we going? Oh, you're not going anywhere. I just wanted to show off my jet. Anyways. Um, Nicole stood ship the 29-year-old Wentz to the Washington Commanders on Wednesday in exchange for a pair of third-round picks. There you go. A league source said, one of which can become a second rounder if Wentz plays a certain number of snaps next season. The deal, wo- the deal was first reported by ESPN, reported by ESPN. The teams will also swap second round picks this spring. The deal can't be made official until the New Year-, New Year league begins on March 16th. The Commanders originally came in offering a fourth rounder and a sixth rounder, and talks intensified Tuesday after Washington missed out on Russell Wilson. I'll get into that in a minute. Washington will assume all of Wentz's 2022 salary, roughly $28 million, letting the Colts off the hook for the $15 million they owed him, even if they cut him. As for the Colts, the issue with Wentz stretched back, stretched back to before the season began, one source said. And over the course of the year, some grew frustrated at what they deemed a lack of leadership, a resistance to hard coaching, and a... Reckless style of play, which we saw that quite a few times. And and it did have several, uh, it did play a major role in several close losses this year. Um, It wasn't a football move. Wentz's play, inconsistent as it was to close this year, wasn't the deciding factor. Colts brass simply didn't trust him to be the franchise quarterback moving forward, and they weren't willing to bring him back in 2022 and hope for better. Thus, the decision was made swiftly after the Week 18 debacle in Jacksonville. Wentz wouldn't return for a second season in Indianapolis. I'm not going to read that any further. Um, However, I was listening to Peter Schrager on Pat McAfee, and apparently this was kind of said to Peter. um, At least it wasn't said directly, but it was said after – not after, at the combine, sorry, at the combine that the Colts were not wanting Carson Wentz back in the building. Um, I don't have an issue with Carson Wentz. I think he's an all-right quarterback. I don't think he's anything great. Um, I think he has fallen off big time. He can get back into it. Maybe in the same division as Philly is what he needs. Maybe he needs that fresh, fresh start, that second fresh start to um, get him back into playing, maybe playing Philly twice a year in Dallas and New York. um, Maybe that kind of gets that motivation factor kicked in. Maybe he didn't have that motivation factor in Indy. I I don't know. Um, But he had moments where he looked really good. And he had other moments where he looked like Carson Wentz after the injury in the MVP season and in 2020. So I think Carson Wentz can be a bit of a force in this league to be reckoned with. I say a bit, I mean, okay, I shouldn't say that. I'd say a very solid starter. I don't think he's a backup. I think he's a very solid starter. Um, the Colts, on the other hand, um, they've were in the running for Tom Brady, who won Super Bowl Fifty Five, and they were in the running for Matt Stafford, who won Super Bowl Fifty Six, and both of those quarterbacks were interested. Indianapolis has had an interesting um, run of quarterback since Peyton Manning injured his neck and went to Denver, and then Andrew Luck came to town, Andrew Luck left, then you had Jacoby Reset, then you had Philip Rivers, almost got Peyton Manning, almost got... It's just good. God. Poor guys. Poor Colts. And Caleb, y'all remember him? He's a big Colts fan. Gotta kind of have a soft spot for the Colts because I am my buddy. I've done him for 20 years almost, so... Man. What are you doing, Carson? Aaron Rodgers is back. He's back. back. He agrees to a four-year deal as quarterback becomes highest paid player in NFL history. Now, Aaron Rodgers did tweet out about this contract. Pull it up right now. And Pat McAfee said this. I'm not sure on the exact details of the contract. I'm sure we'll find out more. But Aaron Rodgers did say, hey, everyone, just wanted to clear some things up. Yes, I will be playing with the Packers next year. However, reports about me signing a contract are inaccurate, as are the supposed terms of the contract I quote-unquote signed. I'm very excited to be back. Hashtag year 18. So he's back. And I'm not sure what to think of it. Um, I will say I'm glad he's not retiring. We get four more years of a possible Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers matchup. We've been robbed of that four times. When it comes to both teams being in the conference championship and only one making it to the Super Bowl, we've been robbed of Mahomes versus Rodgers because Mahomes was hurt, and then the next, and then two years later, Rodgers had COVID. So we've been we've been screwed of Rodgers versus Mahomes. Um, I don't want a rivalry out of this. I just want to see one matchup between these two quarterbacks. There's a lot of matchups in sports we've wanted to see and we didn't really get to see them. For crying out loud, we got to see Jordan versus Kobe. We never got to see Kobe versus LeBron in the NBA Finals, but I want to see Rodgers versus Mahomes at some point. Not a preseason game. I don't care if it's week seven. And one team has three wins. The other team is undefeated, and it's not looking that great for one team, and it's whatever. We still still get to see Mahomes versus Rodgers. Now, technically, it's Rodgers versus the Chiefs defense and Mahomes versus the Packers defense, but that's what these talking heads do. We, don't get lo- we throw logic out the window in some of these debates, okay? That's just how it is. All right, the AFC West. Actually, before I get into the AFC West, because I'm kind of scared. A grand jury on Friday declined to indict Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson following a police investigation sparked by lawsuits filed by 22, you heard that right, 22 women have accused him of harassment and sexual assault. Um, there was a lot of weirdness going on with this, not because I didn't trust any of it, not because I didn't think what wasn't did or didn't do it. That's not, I'm not, I'm not here for that. I'm not a cop. I'm not a part of the situation. I'm not one of the, I'm not a part of this. However, um, what I think, I don't even know what, what I think. I'm just kind of glad he's all right. I'm glad he's free. I'm glad we'll get a chance to see him play again because he's electric. He's a good quarterback. And actually, before he was um, suspended whatever um, not playing, Watson was – sorry. I'd say Watson was the second most talented quarterback in the league. Um, Allen, Watson, and Mahomes. Now I would say – or Mahomes, Watson, Allen. Now I'd say Allen, Watson, and Mahomes. Nothing against Mahomes, but Josh Allen has elevated his level. Now, that doesn't mean I think he's a better quarterback than Mahomes. I just think he's more talented, if that makes sense. He's a better athlete than Mahomes. Um, that's just my opinion. Like, you can name us 20 guys in the NFL that were better athletes than Tom Brady, but does that mean they were better players than Tom Brady? That is, There's a difference. There's a dis, There's a distinction there. Um, that you got to recognize. So, somebody says, Oh, this guy's a better player or a better athlete, not a better player, a better athlete than Tom Brady. That doesn't mean anything. Um, Tyreek Hill is a better athlete than Tom Brady, but Tom Brady is a better player than Tyreek Hill. Okay, you get my point. I'm not going any further on that. I'm glad Sean Watson's back. Teams where I think he can go, I think he can go to Pittsburgh. Um, I hate to say, I think the Raiders are one of the top ones. Um, the Patriots, maybe the Panthers. I wouldn't be surprised if Atlanta somehow went after him. There's so many teams I can go with. I didn't make a list of this show because there's so much to talk about, I didn't need to. Um, th- there's a lot of players I can think that can go with this, uh, or a lot of teams that can take this guy. Um, Panthers are one of the top ones, Pittsburgh is the other one, Dolphins, maybe. Maybe I don't know. I'm not exactly sure on some of that. We'll find out more here pretty soon. We got five days till spring training. No, five days till new uh, new league year. Six days till spring training. So um, excited for that. WrestleMania's is coming up. NCAA tournaments coming up. Uh, before I do, let you guys go. AFC West is loading up, and it's just beginning. They're tired of facing the Chiefs they're tired of losing to the chiefs they're tired of the chiefs running things i'm not tired of it but at a certain point it's got to break um the chiefs fall off or some or they just kind of have a down year whatever they suppose supposed to have a down year this year and they went to the afc championship and it took an ungodly like meltdown for them to miss their third straight super bowl the uh ha ha you didn't make your third straight super bowl ain't a diss like you think it is um but anyways back to this um I'm going to start off with a light one, a lighter one. Khalil Mack is headed to L.A. He's headed to the Chargers. The Bears have traded this year's second-round pick, have acquired this year's second-round pick, and next year's sixth-round pick um, for Khalil Mack. Or the Chargers, however you want to say that. And then, who else was traded to the AFC West? What team updated their quarterback? Oh, the Broncos. Who did they get? Ten years almost to the day. They got Peyton Manning. They got Russell Wilson. Dangerous. Mr. Unlimited. Although he's limited in the playoffs. Good God. I don't even... There's a lot of reports coming out about Bobby Wagner being released and Russell Wilson heading to the Broncos. There's reports of Russell saying he checked out in 2021 before Broncos trade. Um, He had a quiet but difficult split behind the scenes. There's just a lot of things. Um I'm just going to say this. The Seahawks and the Broncos, I think this was kind of a trade that tied Seahawks really built for the future. They got two first rounds, I think two second rounds, two fifth rounds. They got Drew Locke and Noah Fant. Drew Locke isn't really anything, but Drew Lock can sling it. He just needs to get his accuracy down. And say the Seahawks just bolster their roster, keep it the exactly the same, and work with Drew Lock, it might work out for them. Obviously, that's probably not how it's going to go. Then in a perfect world, it would. But I digress. Um, AFC West is loaded. If you ask me, do I think the Chiefs win the division? Yes. Am I highly confident in that? No. If I had to give a percentage, out of the four winning it, I'd give the Chiefs of forty nine. Chargers forty-seven, um, or not forty-seven? I give the Chiefs like a twenty-four, Chargers twenty-one, Broncos twenty, Raiders whatever the rest is. Sorry, Chiefs. What a, I, did, I had my math wrong. You get my point, but um. It's definitely gonna be difficult in the AFC West this year. I think every team has a winning record in that division. I think every team makes the playoffs in that division. Um, there's seven teams. There's no reason four AFC West teams can't make it, depending on stand, standings and conference play. Yes, there's injuries that go into it. There's other things that go, there's trades, there, there's other things that go into it. There's this thing's not working out. Um, maybe things don't work out in Denver. I'd be surprised. I feel bad for Russell. I know some Broncos fans. I'm related to some Broncos fans. I would feel bad for them, but I, I think the rivalry is officially back with Denver. I was talking to my, my cousin. He's a big Broncos fan. And he said, well, Drew Locke gave you some games. I'm not sure why you don't like him. I was like, well, something I don't like Drew Locke. Uh, and that's not how the conversation went. I'm just kind of paraphrasing here. Um, I wanted a Chiefs Broncos matchup like Alex Smith versus Peyton Manning. Now, Alex Smith is not Peyton Manning. Alex Smith is a game manager Peyton Manning's the freaking sheriff. Some consider him the GOAT, okay? But the Chiefs were in constant uh, – were in, in condition for the playoffs every year. Had a winning record with Alex and Peyton both in there, except 2012. And the Broncos, obviously, um, with the two Super Bowls from 2012 to 2015. Chiefs did suck in 2012, but um, that was good. And then, obviously, we had Joe Montana and John Elway. Haven't we, This rivalry feels like it's kind of back again with Montana versus Elway, Smith versus Manning, okay? Or you can say Andy Reid versus Manning, however you want to say it. But um, I think it's officially back. I'm excited for it. Um, I think the Chargers are going to be a force to reckon with. I think the Raiders are a force to reckon with. Um, and then what, is, what else does it leave you? The Bills, maybe the Titans, depending on who the Colts get. Um, Jaguars, if Trevor Lawrence can play to what everyone thinks he can play to. Uh, I said, and that's a big maybe, by the way. I'm sorry. No one take that seriously. I'm not talking about Super Bowl contenders. I'm talking about playoffs. Um, there's a difference between playoffs and Super Bowl contenders. Major difference. You can make the playoffs every year. If you don't do anything, you're not a Super Bowl contender. It's uh, you just, You're just kind of giving your fans an extra game to enjoy. They have, what, an extra week to um, – less of a week to wait for football. Uh, less um, Two weeks less to wait for football in the offseason. It's just not my – to watch our favorite team. It, yeah. But that's all I have for you guys today keep Sports and Entertainment, episode 72. I'm out of here. Thank you.